You're listening to Sports and More with Chris and Tom. Welcome back. It's the guys with the faces for radio and the voices for a silent movie. This is Sports and More with Chris and Tom. I am Chris. I am Tom, and I'm holding a Dundee. <laughs> oh my um, gosh! Yes, got a I have one of those now. Yes, nice. I have a Dundee from uh, White Elephant, and I'm like, that's not a White Elephant. That is the greatest gift ever. Absolutely. Um, so, what, yes, what's the Dundee for? Dundee. Um, uh, I'm gonna say for uh, longest time being sick at work <laughs> for the past four weeks, about as long as we have been off the podcast. I have been sick. All right, here's the progression. I don't want to get too, like, I'm not going to get gross, but like, I want to go through the progression. Of what I, had. I, had a, I had a head cold the week of, of Thanksgiving. Normal, right? Late November, normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was done by, by the end of Thanksgiving weekend. Um, by the way, this is all happening a day after my birthday. So I've been, I was sick pretty much the first month of turning 29. Right. Um, so head cold. Next week turned into a chest cold, um, which then I did have to go to, uh, urgent care for um, because it was uh, uncontrollable coughing and uh, oh alongside of that pink eye um, and then the next week ear infection um, and then the, the the last week stomach flu jeez I still have I still have a cough and it hurts my like I've been coughing so much the past four weeks I actually like I, I don't know if I bruised a rib or something, but like right here mm-hmm. hurts when I cough. So like right under the, yeah, the, yeah. On the, on the chest, yeah. uh, like armpit area yeah. hurts. Like that's, that's the past month for me. And that's part of why we, we've been off is like, we had obviously Thanksgiving and we, you had some busyness with, with work and other projects too. But like last week was all on me. <laughs> so I mean, but, uh, but, but I'm not gonna lie. Those other weeks, I was pretty glad we weren't planning on it anyway. Cause I was like, <laughs> I want to die. Uh, it was just not, I, I, I was not feeling it. So, Man. um, but we are, I I'm, I'm back. I'm healthy for now. Not wood. Not quite yet. Um, so right before a blizzard, <laughs> <laughs> right before, yeah, get, get healthy right before a blizzard. Yeah. We're right when I can enjoy it. Yeah. Um, no, but I mean, just in time for Christmas. So Hopefully I can get through right. Sunday, um, mm-hmm. get through next week even maybe. We'll just take it a day and a week at a time. But um, we are back. We are healthy-ish for now. I might have a couple of rogue coughs as we're recording. But, yeah, dude, I'm I'm ready to be back. Hey, no problem with the rogue coughs. You remember when I was coughing off the COVID, uh, I was coughing all over the place. So oh, as, long as, yeah. as long as you're not dying while you're coughing, we're, okay. we're good to go. <laughs> jury's out jury's out. all right with that being said it's been what three weeks since we recorded last it's been a minute i i honestly i think it's been four it might be four yeah i think yeah because we didn't record the week of thanksgiving and we haven't recorded since that week before oh geez yeah it, it, so, it, it, i mean we're going on over yeah. a month it, it's been a while guys it's been crazy so we apologize for the delay but with that month of inactivity we have a month of football updates to get you get to you so First of the Saints update in the NFC North. The Vikings have clinched the division because they are 11-3. And then somehow, someway, the Lions are 7-7 in second place in the division. And I'm going to say, Mea Copa, I was wrong. Uh, Peter King, I apologize profusely for my tirade against you before the season where I said, come at me when they win five games a season. They've won seven. So I, I apologize. Uh, in the NFC South, 
Uh, it's the Buccaneers, and then and the, the division sucks. Okay, the Buccaneers are six and eight in, the, in first it's, place. It's, a, it's awful. It's, it's a, it's a, six and eight yeah. is first place by a game. Everyone else, it, it's bad. It's a bad division. It's just terrible. It, can it's can terrible. we just can we just take like some just not take anyone from the South this year and like it just no it, I, that's that's an awful awful division. There, there will be a self wow. major team in the playoffs, guaranteeing team at this point. So, sorry guys, but that's what we're dealing with. In the hey, NF- at this rate, they might be sub four hundred. Yeah, true. In, in the NFC beast, because they are now the best, because the Eagles are oh, thirteen yeah. one, clinch the playoffs. But the Cowboys are ten and four, clinch the playoffs. But the Giants are eight five one, are the sixth seed, I think, right now in the playoff hunt. No, my bad. They would be the five seed. They are the no. They would be the the six seed because Cowboys would be the five seed. And then the Commanders at 7-6-1 are the 7th seed. That division is everyone in the playoffs right now because of how things are breaking. So that's a darn good division in football right now. So they went from the least to the beast in just a couple seasons. And the NFC West, the Niners, have resurrected their season on the back of Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo at 10-4. They've overtaken the Seahawks. Geno Smith has become Geno Smith again, so they're no longer dominating, and the Cardinals and Rams just absolutely suck. In the AFC North, you had the Bengals, who are who we thought they were. They are back to being the Bengals. 10-4 took the division right back from the Ravens, who have a rush attack, no press attack, and a defense. So they're the Ravens, essentially, is what we're, we're getting at right here. They're the Ravens. They can't throw the ball, but they can run and play defense. In the AFC South, the Titans hold a one-game lead over the Jaguars because that division absolutely sucks. Because they have the Colts who suck, the Texans suck, and the Jaguars who are now looking dangerous with Justin with Trevor Lawrence. They actually are a scary team. They're, they could make, they, they might not make a run at it because the AFC has the, the Bills and the Chiefs and the Chargers and the Bengals and the Ravens, but they're actually, they could be a playoff team in all seriousness. Jaguars could make the playoffs this yeah. year, which is a scary thought. And the AFC East, which four weeks ago was completely different, but everything got a twist turned upside down, and we're not going to take a minute to sit right there, but we'll tell you how the Bills are the be- best in the East. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to go with the, the Fred Winsabelle area. I, I, I saw where you went. I saw where you went. <laughs> had to go there, but the Bills took it over. They have a three-game lead over the Dolphins. They clinched the division last week with their win over the Dolphins, so that's over with. Uh, the Dolphins pitched and just still have a chance to make the playoffs. They just had to duke it out with each other right now. In the AFC West, the Chiefs are are in the playoffs. They just don't have the division quite yet over the Chargers. And the Chargers are, are the Chargers, which means they should be better, but they're not because their head coach doesn't know how to punt on fourth down. And then the Raiders are finally winning football games instead of losing them. And the Broncos, let's lose, are just losing games left, right, and center with Russell Wilson at quarterback, who might get his head coach fired at this point. How bad this team looks. It's uh, it, it ain't great, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that is, you you've legitimately got some divisions that may just not like they don't have a worthy team. No. They might they're gonna have someone, but they're 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 not worthy of the playoffs. No. There's, and then you got like you said NFC East that could feasibly, yeah. potentially, possibly, be fully represented yeah. in the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Lions have a chance to make the playoffs, but because the Commanders did not lose to the Giants and did not beat them in, in one in 
in one of their matchups will make the playoffs because they have a tie. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's that's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I I think that's one heck of an update because a lot has happened, mm-hmm. um, especially the clinching of playoff spots yeah. since the last time we talked. So that's that's huge. Um, yep. And what's also huge, and I think worth mentioning, not football related, but uh, this is episode fifty of season two. I'm just noticing yep. in the scripts yep. that, that 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 we just completely glanced over that yeah. at the start because I was talking yeah. about my, you know, illnesses and you know all the lovely crusty stuff like that. Um, it's been but a while. <laughs> season season two ep fifty. Yep. Um, so that that's crazy. Anyway, moving on <laughs> because any tangent always comes from me. <laughs> I'm the guy. I'll, uh, don't worry, I'll, I'll come with tension eventually. This is to continue on with the football yeah. side, football. or as uh, my uh, instructor at, at work says, sports ball. Um, <laughs> anything, anything that's that's sports related. He's just like, are you guys talking about the sports ball again? Um, so uh, we're going to continue with the the football sports ball. The uh, with, with a little bit of NFL news or stories that have happened in the the, kind of yeah like we we got some nfl stuff we got some college football stuff and we have something else to talk about um real football yes so uh we kind of already mentioned lions and the jags have football teams this year yeah i mean they're legit contenders you don't want to face the lions they they will take something out of you to to, they may you may beat them but they're going to take a chunk out of you the 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 for them to beat you, for you to be—they're not them. coming away with nothing, that's no. for sure. And then the Jaguars—they've been on a run. They took—they took out the Cowboys last last week. They beat the Cowboys last week. They beat yeah. the Cowboys. <laughs> okay, they can play football. Who <laughs> themselves are having a really good year. Yeah. So I think, like, this is actually a solid Lions team, and I—you know—which is feels wrong to say. It's scary. But, and the like you said, the Jags too. I mean. Six and eight, sure, that doesn't sound but, good. But from where they've come from, they're showing out a lot better than they have. And they're game out of first place. They're all, they, they could win the division. Yeah. It's, it's feasible. They really could. So it's... Who would thunk? Yeah. Because it, I think I've been more impressed um, with the Jags than I have with the Titans, and the Titans are a yeah. game ahead of them. Absolutely, because the, the Jaguars went from the Urban Meyer disaster to where they are now. I mean, that, that, yeah. that there's no other way to put it. It was a disaster. It's it's simply like a matter of expectation. There was a low expectation for the Jags, and they've over delivered. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, um, you want to hit with the next one? Yeah, the the second story, the story I didn't think was going to happen because who on their bingo card for the NFL season had Brock Purdy? Mr. Irrelevant being the starting quarterback for the Niners as they win the division and head into the playoffs. Uh, I did not have that on my bingo card. I had them as a threat with Trey Lance, a quarterback who then proceeded to get injured in the second week of the season. So, well, they've gone through all their quarterbacks right now. It's Brock Purdy or nothing. Yep. And it he, he's good. He's good. He's hanging in there. He's hanging in there. Throwing, so, throwing 300 um, yard games. But, <laughs> 300 yarders. It's like, I mean, yeah. Like, like you said, most most relevant, Mister Irrelevant ever. Yeah. Like that's that that sums it up because he's making something happen. Yeah. As the last um, pick of the end yeah, of draft, in a, it's insane. Yeah. It, and he's out there throwing three hundred yard yeah. games. Like that's that yeah. that doesn't happen. Yeah. So, um, 
you take the next one. You ne- you take the next one too. Next because one. Right. J- Jalen Hurts. I mean, I don't. While I don't disagree. Yeah. I gotta see where you're going with this. Well, well, Jalen Hurts is the MVP because look at his numbers. He's completed 67 percent of his passes, thrown for 3,400 yards, has rushed for 700 yards, has the team with the best record in football. He's the MVP of the NFL this season. I'm not saying he's the best player in the NFL. I'm saying this season he's the MVP because his team's this the best. Se- you know what? And he's delivering. Yeah, when you put it that way, I mean, and, and also when you think about who else, like who else, who, who else is is worth that i, I mean, mean Allen and Mahomes no one are, else is making that kind of yeah, a right, difference right. and having the record that they have and having the success yeah. that they're having as a team yeah. um i mean th- there could be individuals having personal right. records but their teams aren't necessarily going uh, you know as, as stellar as the um eagles are right now like you said the best record in football one loss one that, hard that, to argue with that those results I'm, so I, I i guess i needed to hear it out loud right. for it to make sense but and it does yeah but the other thing you have to think about is that defense though of theirs is just daggone special it's the best against the run best against the pass yeah. run, best at sacking you best at taking the ball away from you and doesn't let you score points is all three things you want to do sack the guy take the ball away and not a lot of points they do all three things Best in the NFL is like, well, yeah, that's going to help too. But the no denying Jalen Hurts took has to be taking steps forward each season. And it's where you hope Justin Fields goes as a Bears fan. That The Hurts progression is what we wanted the Fields progression to be. Where it's like, okay, he's picking up little by little. And then one season he just explodes like, okay, that's the guy. We're good. All right. And I certainly hope that happens for Fields. But you know me, I'm, I'm more of a pessimist. So <laughs> – well. I don't. I, I I'm seeing right here in the now, and I'm not seeing it. But then again, the same thing was kind of said for Hertz a little yep. bit. Is like, okay, he's not. He wasn't exactly putting it all together early on, but now he's like, like you said, he has exploded. Well, so part of um, it is putting the team. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna the, get on that bandwagon. You gotta put the team around him eventually because the, the Bears' O line's garbage and they have no receivers. So I can't grade Fields fairly because they're. Why am I going to grade him? He got sex six inches. Well, the O line's hot garbage. They can't pass protect for anything. So I was like. What am I going to say? Mm, yeah. I've seen enough that yeah. I, I think he has it. It's just I, I need to see him throw the football with more efficiency. But I he also needs more opportunity to actually do something right. bigger. He's, he's not taking the – he might not, be taking the small bits of opportunity, but he's not been given a whole lot, no, he, um, he, at no. least a lot on the field. Like, yes, he's, he's taking snaps, but snaps don't always equal opportunity right. when you're talking about getting enough time in the pocket and – grass to you know move about right. so yeah you're right you're right it's it's still possible right. but one thing i i uh that we should also talk about is i mean keeping on the the quarterback yeah. uh topic is brady washed out or has tampa become the over the hill gang um two years after their super bowl run just like this magical run that they had yeah. and now all of a sudden it's just like yeah. like just gone so um yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm not gonna say that Brady's washed out. Yeah. Let I mean, let's not forget he's also going through a divorce this year. Yeah. It's, right. it's a pretty big deal this year. Right. But he's not exactly getting a whole lot of help out there. Yeah. So I'm gonna go more with the over the hill game because they did bring a lot of people in for him that maybe weren't exactly in their prime, but were solid, uh solid folks. And so that now he's got some guys that maybe are closer to aging out or, or that aren't exactly in their um, all-star years anymore. Like they might, that like they were in 2020 and 2021. Like I, I think it's more the 
phasing out than washing out. It, it, it's possible. This could be the LeBron James and the Lakers scenario where LeBron James got older and he went older players around him who didn't have to train up as much. And then when his skills diminished enough, he couldn't help bring up the guys enough and the team was just too old and they just fell apart. It could be that scenario in the NFL's term. So I, I, as time knows, I don't bet against Tom Brady, but I'm seeing enough where I'm like, I just don't know if he's diminished enough to the point that he needs to have the perfect situation that he's no longer Tom Brady. He's a great, he's still, and he really, go ahead. He can still be a good quarterback. He's just no longer Tom freaking Brady. And, and he, yeah, that's, that's, I think what I was going to say too, is um, it, he is not the Tom Brady that we saw in 2020 and, and that, that glorious Super Bowl run. I, I think we're more seeing kind of someone who's ready to be not ready. Who, who's, on his way out. It's, yeah. it's not that he's lost leadership skills. It's, it, it's, he's, he's kind of done. Yeah. And, and I think it's just taken him some time to, to um, you know, come to terms with that. And I think the fan base too, they wanted it because they, after 2020, they were like, Oh yeah. After that Super Bowl, they were like, yeah, that, you know, he can go forever. Yeah. And even I've said the words, <laughs> like I won't bet against Tom Brady. He'll go forever. Yeah. He's a machine. Um, this year is proving that that he is in fact human and uh humans uh eventually run out of gas and i i think that's kind of maybe what we're seeing is not that he's diminishing in his skill is more his ability to keep up and keep up with the younger guys and the younger talent on the opposite side of the ball the way he did two years ago because this is not the same Tom Brady, yeah. but uh, what we have to understand is he was kind of the exception to the rule up until this year. Right. Absolutely. I would agree with that. And it could be a coaching issue. Cause again, Tom knows I've always been the not Brian, Brian, Byron, Byron Leftwich as an offensive corner. I've always been skeptical. Every time I watch them call, but I just wait for, I'm like, I'm waiting for him to call a smart football game. I'm just waiting for it. I'm good. Everyone's like, Brian Love, which is an NFL actor, is like, I don't see it, guys. I just don't see it. It's like watching Matt Nagy call football games. It's just that his plays work out because Tom Brady's a quarterback. There's a, there's a difference there, guys. He doesn't call a smart game. So that could be part of it. That Tom Brady cannot make up for a bad decision making. Right. Right. And so it's it's kind of the perfect or the imperfect storm, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, either way, um, I think he should be done after this year, take I his retirement that. and enjoy whatever half he gets from uh, Giselle and just uh, move on into coaching or analysis. I mean, he's at Fox that booth. point where he's still <laughs> Fox booth. Yeah. He's, he's at the point where he's, he's still got a heck of a mind for football. Mm-hmm. He can do a lot of good out there, whether it's, whether it's calling games or calling games, in a different way, like calling games from the, the booth or calling games with a headset. I mean, he could do both. Um, but I think he seriously has to consider hanging up the cleats after this year. Agreed. It's just time. It's, it's just time because time is caught up with him um, and time is caught up with the Buccaneers. Yeah. So um, as much as we were loving the idea of the Bucks again, yeah. um, we're also facing reality. That this is maybe the end of an era. Yeah, I, I thought this year they were. This would be the break right off, right off in the sunset. Takes takes a ring and it's done. 
I don't think it's happening this year, guys, because I, from what I've seen in the NFL, there's only five teams who can win the Super Bowl this year. I got five of them. They are number one, the Eagles, because you have the best offense and best defense in football. Check. You're you're on the you made the list. The Bengals, because they are getting hot at the exact right time with that team that got hot at the right time last year, and Joe Burrow is a killer. He's a stone cold killer. I'll take the Bengals and my number two team to win because he's a killer. The Chiefs at three because they still have Reed, Mahomes. That team can still win, and they are beat. They'll beat you up. They'll beat everyone pretty much, besides maybe the Bills. Bengals and Eagles, which those games are all coin flips anyway. There's, those are going to be tight games. The Bills at four because the Bills off is Josh Allen's hurt. If he's healthy, they go up. But he's hurt, so it's going to hurt their chances because he is the offense. Mm-hmm. And then number five, the Niners. I don't care who's the quarterback for the Niners anymore. I don't. You could tell me that they dug up that they dug up the remains of uh, 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 Joe Namath. And he put his remains back to their quarterback. And I would say they'll win the Super Bowl because that team is stacked. It doesn't matter who's the quarterback for the Niners. They are going to make, they are a dangerous team. It, it's the only team I can think of in NFL history that doesn't need a quarterback to win a Super Bowl. It, it's just, they don't need him. It's like the Ravens with Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer went on a ride for the Super Bowl. He didn't, he all he did was not screw it up. So those are my five teams. Tom, your thoughts on that. Uh, my first thought is, is Joe Namath dead? Yeah, and he's not dead. My bad. I was thinking of something else. He's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. His remains from the AARP commercials. But <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. 79. Yeah. Uh, my bad. I'm thinking Frank Harris, who passed away yesterday. Sorry. There we go. My bad. Oh, oh my guy. gosh. I thought oh Joe, my gosh. Well, with Joe Namath's See, lifestyle, he I've just seen, died. All, I've seen him on the Colonial Pen more often than I'm that. thinking, like, because I think I'm, he's like Mick Jagger. He should have died like eight years, eight, ten years ago, but oh no God. one knows why he's not dead yet. I'm pretty sure Joe Namath yeah, is I'm thinking, about, oh I just seen, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Anyway, um, <laughs> but I get where you're going. Um, I don't disagree with your top five at all, and for the same reasons. And I know we got a lot of stuff to get through. Sorry, I'm still, yeah. I still occasionally get like some stuffiness because yeah. um, sickness. Yeah. Um, but I like your picks. Let's move on to some different football, yeah, college football playoffs. Um, first of all, and I think the greatest news that the entire country, yeah. outside of one southern state, is celebrating. Hallelujah, no Alabama. I think Hallelujah, no Alabama should be an anthem uh, for college football. Beautiful. I love it. I hate, I, 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 you know my stance on Alabama. Um, I, I, I was so happy when they didn't make the playoffs. If I wasn't sick, I was going to go dance around in my skivvies out in the backyard (laughs) in the cold. Just how happy I was, man. That was, um, wonderful news. Um, but, I think the biggest shocker is for, for most any people anyway, is that TCU Texas Christian is in the playoff and not at number four. They are number three uh, playing against Michigan. And I think that's, that's because of um, what USC lost and Tennessee yeah. lost and yep. a lot of people, uh, LSU lost multiple times. There's a lot of, lot of losses yep. it, it, among the top four. Um, I mean, 
even Ohio State at four lost to Michigan. Got, got, so, got slapped by Michigan. Um, they didn't lose. They got oh, they got destroyed. absolutely bitch slapped. Excuse <laughs> they, me, but they, I mean they, they, got just, they like, were swung around like a rag doll. In their own stadium too. It was in Ohio State, and they got swatted around. I was like, it was. Um, and you, you know, like I I'm not a huge, huge fan of Ohio State either for you know bowl game reasons too. But I mean. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not a Michigan or an Ohio yeah. State fan, but that was fun to watch yeah. because I was like, oh, man. Oh, the, the years of, like, Joey Bosa being an absolute D-bag just <laughs> caught up with them. And and I, and I uh, Zeke Elliott being just a horrible human being on the football field. I loved watching that. Anyway, um, but I'm not a Michigan fan. But anyway, uh, TCU, uh, number three, number two, Michigan, playing in the Fiesta Bowl, Saturday, December 31st at 3 p.m., Central Standard Time, the greatest time zone in all the land, yep. um, on uh, ESPN, the Disney Channel, um, <laughs> the Disney, ESPN, the, the uh, Disney Sports Channel, <laughs> Disney Sports Channel, um, and then that same day, same channel, uh, number four Ohio State against number one Georgia oh. uh, in the Peach Bowl, Saturday, December first at seven p.m. So they're back-to-back games, yep. um, seven p.m. Central. So starting at three o'clock Central on ESPN. Um, all the way through the uh, Peach Bowl. Immediately following that, you've pr- got probably about um, hours eight hours yep. of football. Easily. Seven, eight hours of football. Mm, wonderful. Love it. Um, and then the national championship game will be played on Monday, January 9th at 6.30 p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, the greatest time zone in all the land, um, on the same channel. Yep. So tune in for that. And of course, we've got tons and tons and tons of other bowls. Um, I'm, I'm excited Notre Dame ended up with a – a decent bowl. They got the Gator Bowl against South Carolina, so that'll be fun one at least. At least it's a decent one. It's not like the TaxSlayer.com bowl or something like that. So, um, but uh, I, I mean, I, I guess I'll give a little prediction. Go ahead. I love I love TCU being in the playoffs, but uh, especially the way Michigan threw around Ohio State like they were just l- like a child carrying a Woody doll. Like that was you know you know how like yeah. have. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, how we, uh, Andy yeah, just kind of throws yeah. Woody and Boz and everything yeah. around. Every like, I watch a lot of Toy Story yeah. these days. Um, yeah, that that's what it's that's mm-hmm. what it was like. It was just like Ohio State was just kind of like there for the ride, and they were going to get yeah. torn apart no matter what. Um, so Michigan playing like that, they're going to do the Slap same thing TCU. to TCU. Yeah. I will. I would love to be pleasantly surprised, but that's just my prediction yeah. of being real. Um, and Georgia, Georgia over Ohio State again. Could, a lot of time has passed. I, I want the Georgia Bulldogs to just munch on some Buckeyes. Sure. So uh, that would be wonderful. Um, anyway, I, I love college football. I think we got four solid yeah. teams, um, three solid teams at Ohio State. Uh, excuse <laughs> me, sorry. Uh, 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 yeah. No, I, I do think it's going to be two exciting games. Um, Michigan game could easily get out of hand, though. I'm just going to yeah. say that. It's like the, the TCU has been playing at a high level for TCU and for the Big 12, yeah. but – it's the big 12 and there's a reason it's kind of like part. some people. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but uh, that's not to take anything away from TCU because they're still playing stellar football. Right. So they've earned their way. Um, and Michigan has earned or their way. I mean, they, yeah. they've, they, they've gotten there the hard way. Yeah. So um, I, anyway, that's, that's where we are. That's where I am. Anyway, you, yeah. any thoughts on college well, football? I thought, I, I actually did reading because as time knows on college football is not my bag, but I can at least give you my thoughts on this. After watching Michigan slap Ohio State at Thanksgiving weekend, Michigan is clearly the number two team in the nation. 
And they didn't, and I think they kept TCU at three because TCU lost in their championship game. So they're not mm-hmm. going to penalize yeah. them for losing an extra game that Ohio State didn't play. So I thought that was fair. And I yes. love the fact that uh, Nick Saban was going on TV begging to be put in the playoff, just begging, please put us in. That was fantastic. But it might be on this. You are a two loss team that didn't even make it to your, yeah. your conference. Uh, champion, yeah. conference championship. Yeah. Like, you. Don't no. belong there. Stop groveling. Yeah, it was, so, it was fun. But you're right. I, I mean, TCU played in a game that Ohio State didn't have the opportunity to play in, slapped. so they, they rightfully should be ahead of right. them by principle alone, even though they lost that game. So, but again, pointing more to, toward my Michigan prediction. Oh, I agree. Michigan's going to slap TCU by at least 30, and then Georgia's going to slap Ohio State, and then Georgia will slap Michigan. Georgia's going to win the game. Yes. <laughs> Yes, that, that, that I, I, I Georgia, forgot to mention the Georgia national sla- champion. Yeah, Georgia, Georgia will slap Georgia Michigan. <laughs> Georgia will slap whoever they face. It's going to be Michigan wins their game, faces Georgia again, and then Georgia slaps Michigan around. Because and then old man Stetson Bennett will, will get a ring. He's like 26 or something. He'll have he's, a, 20, he'll, 20, yeah. he's 25. He'll get, number, he'll get so ring like, number two and go in the seventh round in the NFL draft. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then, you know, uh, collect uh, – Social Security next year because he's so old. <laughs> anyway, no. Um, I, I mean the kid. Yeah, he's. I, I I saw him with a hover round in the locker room. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, no, he's mm-hmm. he, he's not that old, but he's he's like twenty five because of you know redshirt years, transfer years, whatever. Like it's Joe. Like, he's it, like Joe he, Burrow. Joe Burrow came out as yeah, like twenty four. He, he took. Yeah, because of you know some yeah time. So like it's nothing wrong with that. Right. He's in a national championship. I'm not going to take that away from the guy. No, but you're right. I don't know. I don't. He'll probably go low round. Right? Yeah. yeah. A, a ring might help that might, might but anyway yeah um there's college football for you and chris one more football thing yes the we're talking about real football the xfl because as you guys know tom and i are amped about the xfl coming back because we want to go back to the ballots home opener we have one problem tom one problem there's no schedule there still isn't schedule we are less than 60 days away yeah. from the season starting and no schedule i'm nervous man i'm freaking out I'm losing it. Uh, you know what? Um, I, I think we're gonna be all right. I, 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 we'll make it, man. We're gonna we're I, gonna pull through. I mean, I, um, I want to go. I need a schedule. <laughs> I want my tickets. I know. You're go, you're going through XFL withdrawals. Like I I am. Every week you text me. We don't have anything yet. It's getting. It's a week closer. Like Chris, calm down, man. I want I want to get tickets. Everybody else. Everybody else is a week behind to get tickets too. It's everybody else. We is, got tickets four months <laughs> before the season started last time. It was October. They had a schedule and everything. It was fantastic. We were but going. The, what's the reason for that? The Vipers don't have a stadium. Yeah, Vegas. The Vegas, doesn't the have Vegas stadium. Vipers do not have yeah. a, a stadium. So that's a problem. And I don't know. May, I, my, I texted you today. I was like, had they tried talking to? I know, hope so. But. But I mean, it's still UNLV's campus. Yeah. They can say no, right? right uh, and, and, but I'm also like, have they talked to the Raiders? UNLV could make some uh, Raiders. Anybody? Yeah. High school team? I mean, anybody with a field? Yeah. Still going to be better better than the USFL Birmingham situation. I mean, they're all whatever. Yeah. But yeah. It, it, just give us something. I know we're supposed to be positive. The XFL is like the first female owner of a league. We're supposed to be positive. But I don't give a darn if there's no season. I'm just going to put it out there. I want a season. If there's no season, it means nothing to me. This means nothing if we don't have a season. So get a stadium, figure yeah, it you're out. You're not wrong. Just, it's not that difficult. Everyone else has a stadium. The Baramas have a stadium, gosh darn it. They they found a stadium in San Antonio. They found a stadium. I don't, 
I don't see how it's that hard for them to find a stadium in Vegas. I, you and I me or the Raiders, I, just be done with it. <laughs> it's gonna come. It's probably coming down to money, though. Figure it out. You are. You paid fifteen million dollars for this. You have. Well, Disney's losing money hand over fist. Sorry, I was a Disney to help you out there, but they don't have any money to give you. No. <laughs> so no. Never mind. Figure it out. We're gonna lose money on the XFL. Figure um, it out. Anyway. <laughs> On a much better note, we have a lot to talk about, man. Yeah, I know. Uh, we might actually have to cut some of this out. I'll be quick. All right. I'm going to let you take the lead on this. I'm going to put in some color commentary because you know I'm a long-winded man. But baseball offseason has happened, and it has happened a lot. Yeah. So we're going to focus on free agents and then the Mets situation because it's just fun to talk about the Mets payroll because it's bananas. So M- so the the, the uh, owners have been throwing out money like no tomorrow. So we have Eric Judge who signs with the San Francisco. Oh, no, my bad. He signed with the New York Mets. The, the Yankees, my bad. The, Yankees. Yeah, oh, my, 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 you just bad. made some Yankees fan cringe. Uh, sorry, but the Mets spend more than the Yankees. Do. I'm, I'm confusing them right now, so <laughs> I apologize. True. But yeah, True. but the reports where he signed with the Giants is actually the Yankees for nine years, three sixty million. That's a fantastic story. It was hilarious. And then Carlos Correa agrees to terms for thirteen years, three hundred fifty million dollars with the San Francisco Giants. Wait a minute, I have a report that the Giants got smart and realized it was a bad contract. And they backed out of it for not for no reason whatsoever. And now Correa signs a new contract twelve hours later with the Mets for twelve years, three hundred fifteen million dollars. That's a lot of dollars. Trey Turner signs with the Phillies for eleven years, three hundred million dollars. So he'll be playing shortstop at forty years old. Said no one ever. Xander Bogarts signs with the Padres for eleven years, two hundred eighty million dollars. Who will be playing the bench at age forty because he's going to be off at shortstop next season? Uh, Jacob Degrom. Signs a five-year, $185 million contract with the Texas Rangers, which means he'll pitch for approximately one year because he'll have arm injuries in the other four seasons. Yep. <laughs> Dansby Swanson signs with the Cubs, as I predicted all those months ago, for seven years, $177 yep. million. Uh, Tom, what's, do you know what the projected salary uh, would earn based on his war for those seven years would be in, in case you were – I would like to think about it. Sorry, can can you can you say that yeah. again? What would be his projected salary based on his WAR that Zips would calculate over a seven year period? Um, just okay, shine the dark. I, I I don't know if you're trying to get me like it's a lot lower, a lot higher. I don't. Uh, One hundred fifty. One seventy six point two million dollars. So the Cubs are paid by eight hundred thousand dollars. Hot. On. Killer contract by the Cubs right there. So the Cubs are playing by intelligent spending. They meant we are not going to be the Mets, the Giants, the Yankees, the Phillies, the Padres, the Rangers, and spend buku monies for guys who won't be playing at the end of their contracts. Uh, the Giants re-signed Brandon Nimmo for an eight-year, $162 million contract. It's a lot of years for Brandon Mets, Nimmo. Sir. It's a lot of years. Mets. Mets. Sorry, Mets. Mets. You Mets. said the, you said the Giants. Oh, New York Mets. Sorry, I think of football again. Sorry, guys. The Giants didn't do anything, so yeah, yeah, we're I, trying I, to throw their name in there a lot. But. I, but yeah, they 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 did throw their name in there with a lot of people, and then they did nothing with it. So I apologize there. So and then as we talked about earlier, Edwin Diaz resigned the Mets for five years, one oh two, and then Wilson Contreras turned absolute heel and signed with the Cardinals for fires, 87 and a half million dollars, and then said he was thinking about playing for the Cardinals since the middle of last season. Talk about turning heel. He's, I mean, he's dead to me. I mean, if he had just said that the Cubs didn't make a fair offer, I left for the team that made the most money, 
No problem. If he pulled, Dexter Fowler did that, and no one bad an eye. When he said he dreamed up, but the way he else, said he was thinking about doing it in the middle, middle of the season, season like, oh, dude, that's a middle finger to the Cubs. That's, a, that's a, and that, the Cubs fans. That's a that's a heel move right there. And Tom, I did talk yeah. about this earlier. I did a present value. I hope he takes a foul tip to the nuts. <laughs> As, as Tom knows, I went off the rails and I started doing a present value calculation about these contracts. So quick, you did. You were deep down the rabbit hole. So quick, quick, quick. Uh, uh, you of course you have a spreadsheet. Uh-huh. <laughs> of course. Quick little rabbit hole here for everyone. Uh, yeah. Do you guys oh, actually know how much you guys actually will get, make over those contracts? Aaron Judge's nine-year contract is only actually worth one hundred thirty-three million dollars if inflation's at two percent. That's all he's going to make. He's not making three hundred million dollars. It, it's insane. Think about that. He's going to lose half of that in taxes, and then the rest of it's inflation. It's insane. These contracts are actually worth dirt compared to what they're actually signing for. Oh yeah, one hundred and thirty-four million dollars is real dirt, man. I I couldn't even <laughs> I know, live I know, off a salary I know, I know. like I just point, that. I know. I'm, I'm joking. Like compared to what they're signing for, what they're actually worth is that is like, eh, like eh. it's not, it's insane. Because I was looking at to see what the Cubs actually had to offer to compete, and it's a little bit weird to think about it. Like I said, went down um, a rabbit hole. I mean, you're not wrong when you're when you're factoring in like ta- their taxes are really high rate. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of it is federal income tax, but some states have income taxes. And the Rangers signing Texas is not a bad idea because there's no state income tax. So, yeah, you get a lot of money that way. I mean, that's the lowest one. That's a 45%. And that's but just all federal. It's, it's all federal, Social Security, Medicare, all that stuff you had to pay. So, think about that. 45% of his money goes out to the government for, for reasons being on so all of us. So, yeah. Yeah, like I said, I need to show you that I, the rabbit hole was real, and it was a deep rabbit hole. <laughs> you, you had a lot of columns there. Yeah, um, yeah, it was. Yeah, I, I love it though. <laughs> That's the thing is, like, I was like, you actually went there. It's not, I shouldn't have been surprised by that, but I was. But I loved every everything on there. I, I, mean, I miss. I'm not gonna lie, man. I miss Excel. It's fantastic. So, yeah. <laughs> it's been way too long. Yeah. It's been four months. Yeah. And I haven't touched an Excel spreadsheet, and I'm just like, yeah. I was right there. I was looking longingly. Like, <laughs> Come back. I've been doing it. I, yeah, I, I'm doing Excel now in my spare time. That I, I, I am that guy. It's Excel in my spare oh. time. I need to calculate something. Oh, Excel it is. Here we go. But jerk. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I mean, these uh, you, to get back to it. The, these contracts, while they're apparently not worth anything, um, what, by inflationary rates, yeah, whatever, um, <laughs> they they really like that's a lot of money being thrown around. Yeah, absolutely, um, especially by one man in particular, um, Steve Cohen, um, <laughs> New York Mets. Their payroll is around three hundred eighty-four million dollars, with an additional hundred eleven million in luxury tax payments, making their total payroll. Just shy of half a billion dollars. More than any other franchise in all sports. <laughs> That's insane. That is insane. Um, and, and and a lot of that, I mean, the good reason, the, one of the big reasons we even make mention of it is because of the contract just signed by Correa. Correa. <laughs> like that, we probably wouldn't even have even no. mentioned that had it not been for the three hundred and fifteen million just signed today for for twenty six million a year. They're paying another 20. twenty six million a year. Yeah, it, 
was it today or yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday. My days are. It was last night. It might have been like this morning in in New York, but I think it was last night. It's, it, it, well, yeah. yeah, I saw it. I saw it this morning. We all saw it yeah. this morning, but yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Previous record was set at three hundred and fifty million. And that's for baseball total, including <laughs> luxury tax, for baseball, yeah. um, and that includes the luxury yeah. tax. And so he's he's gonna like one hundred and fifty million water. past that. A hundred. I mean, his luxury tax alone kind of like even puts that over that uh, is most of what's over that. Um, one hundred and eleven million luxury tax is more than the total payroll for eleven MLB franchises. Yeah. Just think about his his luxury tax, like his fu money tax, is more than most teams are playing paying all their players. That is absolutely insane. And this is the problem with baseball. There needs to be a floor that is reasonable that owners must spend so that we have competent baseball with everybody. I'm I'm tired yeah. of the A's who have an owner worth two billion dollars who doesn't spend a dime of it. I'm tired. I'm tired of it, guys. Yeah. You're right. I mean, there's, it's, it's, well, what's, uh, I'm trying to stingy. It's, it's not, it's not reasonable to the players that like they, it's like, oh, you're traded to the A's. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Well, there goes my retirement. You're going to be making $6 and a bag of gummy bears this season. $6. It's only like $2 after taxes. (laughs) After taxes and with inflationary, it's only worth $1.60. Yeah. It's like, like guys, like you couldn't that, even buy a bag of gummy bears yeah, with a contract it, from the A. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's it's baseball has a problem with ownership and teams, and I I just think there needs to be some change. And I think like the owners were upset when Cohen bought the Mets because they were afraid this would happen. I'm glad this is happening right now because it's going to make a lot of teams sell. Oh yeah, to, this to... is a lot more exciting than what's happened out of Oakland. I mean, that, that, <laughs> yeah. And Oakland traded away their best player for peanuts for for minor league, for minor leaguers that for li- for literal peanuts. I think I think they just have a sack of peanuts <laughs> tossed every game yeah, from the bleachers yeah. to 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 that. Yeah, I mean, that's no, no yeah. offense to so, the to the Braves guys they trade they traded for. We're not going to get into that. We don't have enough time for that. But it compared to in terms of salary, it's peanuts. So yeah. My wife hi, says Mor- she's not here. Hi Morgan. <laughs> Chris says hi. She says hi. She made it to audio. Yes. <laughs> she made it to audio. She's on. Yes. <laughs> you can't take that back. <laughs> I heard it. You're on the internet, babe. I'm on the, internet. the interwebs have your voice. There she is again. Yes, guys, she exists. Uh, oh, and she's gone. <laughs> anyway, that's anyway, that great digression. Um, uh, like I, I don't even. We don't even need to go into like all the detail no. of what the A's have gotten because it's not much. Minor league and, and it's what we really have to um, break it down to is it uh, what they're giving up versus what they're even attempting to go out to yeah. get, which is nothing. Um, is almost looks like they're trying to tank the season before it even starts. Like it, it, yep. it looks like that because, Oh, we're in a rebuilding season, but you have the money to go out and buy people to rebuild mm-hmm. on. Um, and, and they're not, and they're not doing it. So um, it looks almost intentional. And, uh, and it, yeah. I mean, they're going to, they're going to claim is. like it's not, you know, up and down, but it looks intentional. And that's, um, 
That's not yeah. that's not baseball. It I mean, kind of they're, is. they're they're living and dying by the Moneyball yeah. uh, thing of oh we don't know these expensive players are right. Yeah, where's your rings? Yeah. So like it's yeah. you can't you can't say that you don't need a big um, payroll to to win games when you're not winning games anyway. It's like you you might as well try to go out and get players because you can. You're just choosing not to. So that's the only that's the only tangent I'm going to go on the A's is. Um, they're not playing baseball right now, and right, the, the way that their organization is being led is not worthy of being in the MLB. I, I'm just going to be straight up: is they're not, uh, they're not treating play like that is where players hate to go because of and ownership, Pittsburgh. and they know that they're going to get played. Well, well Tampa, I mean right? Pittsburgh, they, Pittsburgh, they might get a decent salary at least. Yeah. Oakland, like they're not going to be, they, they go there and and they're uh, terrified of it because they they know that. Like one, they're not going to win, and two, they're not going to get paid what they're worth. Yeah, uh, my thought is that the A's owner is purposely doing this so that they can move out of Oakland because they want to see him, and Oakland won't build them one, so they were out. It's the only thing I can think of at this point. That's the only explanation I have because their owner has no money to, to do this, and Tampa Bay probably wants out of their contract with their they're not they're in the sketchy part of. Tampa Bay, uh, St. Petersburg is apparently the, the bad part of town. They're, they are the, they're like the, uh, they're like the, the, the White Sox. No offense to White Sox fans. The South Side of Chicago is not the, is, is the sketchy part of Chicago. And that's kind of what it is. So there was a lot of teams that could be spending money that aren't. And it's the state of baseball. So we need to get some NFL money owners into the game to have a better roster. But with that being said, we like to thank all of you, probably the tens and tens of people listening to our business takes and rims on all things football and baseball. And thank you for hanging with us because, well, it's been a while. So thanks for hanging out with us. It's been a while, and yes, we're we're back. Um, but we're also going to take next week off because it's Christmas um, and New Year's and everything. So we will we will be back, um, hopefully. If we stay healthy, yeah, uh, we'll be back the week after New Year's sometime. Um, and that knock on wood, um, we hope so. Um, but I mean, this was fun. I missed it. Uh, hated being sick. Much rather would have been here. So um, yeah, I, I think we're. I mean, aside from taking next week off to be with family and whatnot, we're gonna be right back to it the week after that and we'll have a lot to talk about because we'll have some college football results and and maybe some previews of the the mat champ the the ship Mm -hmm. so um yeah looking forward to that but um you can uh until then and hopefully you've been doing that um uh, while we've been out is checking out our old stuff and uh i even think i forgot to post the last episode that we did a month ago like that's that's i can't remember it's been so long so uh go back listen to that listen to all the stuff that we've done past couple of months see where we uh what we got right what we got wrong with the nfl um and uh yeah unfortunately i mean fortunately unfortunately whatever but um our next uh episode is going to include some good stuff so look forward to that and keep an eye on the facebook page maybe possibly um for that and other stuff when it does come out but until then as always stay safe stay healthy watch for ice watch for deer and have a merry christmas god bless you all and happy festivus to all stay free
Sports and more with Chris and Tom is brought to you by no one. All non-original thoughts and ideas were properly noted during each segment.